Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode number 146 of Robots on Typewriters. 146? Approaching the big 158. <gasps> that would be three years if we did an episode every single week. <laughs> wow. 156 even. D- 10 weeks Did away. we say this already that we missed our like third birthday? I think we did mention that. It's just, it's been so long. Yeah, that but... sounds like something you have to tell like a therapist. Like, uh, I didn't even have a third birthday. I missed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really that the podcast was born on a leap year, so it's like actually <laughs> many years old. I don't know how numbers work. Uh, what is this? What is this? That's a good question. This is a podcast uh, where we talk about um, being called robots on typewriters, and um, mm. we also talk about um, we also we talk about computational creativity, meaning the things that people make using computers, AI, random generation, machine learning, and uh, people make things using those things in the fields of entertainment, comedy, art, stories. Music, you know, creative things. I don't know why I always think of pottery. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day, or maybe it's it's already been done. Creativity to me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. It's like being uh, creative, but then you can eat soup out of it. I can't eat soup out of a song. You haven't tried hard enough. Um, But uh, (laughs) I'm imagining, like, uh, I feel like these exist, like bowls that are made out of vinyl records. Somehow uh, yeah. that's well, eating guess soup what? out That of would be pottery. Would it? Um, let's ask a bowl expert. Uh, do you have one on hand? Yeah, it's a... Uh, and our doc- guest this week is <laughs> Dr. Dr. Lee Michael. Dr. Bowl. Oh, Dr. Lee Michael Henry <laughs> Bowl. Lee Michael Henry Bowl. Um, no, we are not joined by Lee Michael Henry Bowl or Lee Michael <laughs> Harry Clark today. Um, we're just, it's just us. Um, Thank God. But, but um, yeah, we have two segments on this show, and the first one is our zesty hat, where one of us talks about something that we would like to share. Uh, and the second segment is our trashy toy, where we play a game of our own creation or someone else's creation using <laughs> often if it's stuff. AI dungeon. <laughs> yeah, it is often AI dungeon these days, but today it's not. Are you proud of us? Um, no. The uh, hat that I'm bringing on to my head this week is um, an old. It's it's an old um, my classic segment, Allison's Twitter bot corner. Um, I was thinking I have not. Uh, I haven't been on the the bot wiki or the bot wiki Twitter in a, in a long, long time now. So I wanted to see if there was anything new and fun that had popped up uh, in recent days here, and uh, there were there were quite a few. Um, the first one that I want to talk about is something that I, doesn't appear new at all. It appears very to be <laughs> rather old. I mean, not rather old. It's been around like at least a year, but it's actually on um, it's actually on Facebook. And what this is is called Bots of New York. Have you ever heard about this guy? I don't think I know Bots of New York. I mean, it's it's exactly what it sounds in that it's it's a you know a kind of parody of the Humans of New York um, Facebook page uh, where that guy he must have a name I don't know his name um, kind of uh, takes uh, pictures of people around New York and gets a and does a little interview with them and posts uh, just pictures of them with a little uh, 
quote uh, from them that is either, you know, poignant or funny or interesting. And this, Bots of New York, is um, some GAN-created images of people with computer-generated captions. And Very good um, idea. It's yeah. actually phenomenal. <laughs> I know. And I can't. Yeah. And it has like um, nearly 150,000 followers on Facebook. Um, so it's it's definitely made its rounds. And I can't believe we've never seen it before. But uh, just to to read um, to read uh, the most recent one here. Um, it's a kind of horrifying image of a lady with a, it's not that horrifying, but her face is rather squished and two dimensional somehow. Like she, she looks like a full person, but her face (laughs) is like, it's like just compressed. And the quote is, it's my first week as a Dr. Lizard Brains. I'm here to treat all the lizards, the one who think they're actually human, the one who thinks, the ones who think they're aliens and the ones who think they're really real. Quote, hello, and thank you for calling Dr. Lizard Brains, I say with a smile. What seems to be your problem, I ask. Well, I wake up in my own bed, and I can't find my laptop. I can't find anything. I'm losing myself. I used to think I was real, but I'm really not. And and then I find I'm a lizard. I'm a lizard. And it goes on for quite a bit. Wow. I Yeah, I, I was looking for information on, like how um these were written like the the images are very clearly gan generated gpt2 baby I where did it say that way i found are you have you heard have you heard about this one the <laughs> bot appreciation higher. society wikia oh no i think i accidentally just found this and it might become oh my God. <laughs> it might just supplant us in terms of like if you want to learn about this stuff and have heard enough of our voices uh, botappreciationsociety.fandom.com seems to keep a good collection of uh, oh. bots across lots of platforms with descriptions of how they work. And yeah, this was the first Facebook bot to use GPT-2 text generation. Oh, hell yeah. They have an example picture that I'm loving where it looks pretty much like a normal, like, real human, but it's, the lady's got kind of like a, I would say like a cocky smirk or like, she she looks like she knows something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And the quote says, I've been doing nothing but drinking for months on end. I was getting close <laughs> to hitting rock Amen, bottom. Amen, sister. I absolutely detested drugs. I didn't think there was anything funny about it. But finally, one morning, a homeless guy walked up to me in a dream, and he had a megaphone. <laughs> he said, what's up? You're one of them hippies. I woke <laughs> up that morning because I usually wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> so I said to myself, fuck it. I'm going to try heroin. There's like something it's it like feels like it's supposed to sound inspirational. Like when I, I read, up and like, I decided to try something new. I knew this one was like handpicked to. since it's like the example yeah. image on the wikia, but man, when I read this, I was like, you know what, this bot is ingenious. This is maybe yeah. my favorite bot we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh I, the one that I'm looking at um is a another kind of terrifying picture of a lady. Um but uh, I really like the caption. Um, Recently, I peed my pants with 200 hot dogs in Tribeca. That's a mind fuck. And a kid yelled over to me, jump, you piece of shit. It was Bill Gates. The the phraseology was preposterous, but the message was clear. The exorcism worked. That's so good. It's, it's inc- it, every single sin, every part of it is fucking genius. God, it just captures the voice of humans of New York yeah. so impeccably, like better yeah. than just about any similar yeah. bot that I know. 
this is really good. I don't, I didn't read the the thing, but um, actually, I am gonna read it. Um, the the image is a lady wearing <laughs> wearing a, a sweatshirt that like could be real. It looks rather real, but I can't tell if it like. Actually, I'm gonna Google it real quick because if it is real, it's not that funny. Okay, I don't think this is a real thing. What I assume it is is like this sweatshirt <laughs> was supposed to say bodega, but it just says odega. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, 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 um, the, uh, thing That's an says, Irish bodega. <laughs> oh, just go down to the bodega. Um, <laughs> I, I cherishes the work of the toxic historian. Here's a guy who is literally detective of his environment. <laughs> I like that phrase. I, I'm the detective of my own environment, I would say. <laughs> um, he's got a great zebra fin tattoo on his bicep, and he wears a full tuxedo when he fights. Ooh. He's not just a street fighter. He's a war fighter. He amputated his spunk bone in full, tu- in full tuxedo a few days ago. <laughs> That's what happens snapped- when you try to saber a bottle of champagne and it goes wrong. <laughs> I snapped this photo shortly after the incident, and then in brackets, this statement was accompanied by a photo of Kevin Hart. Oh it's my god, not that was Kevin all about Hart. Kevin Hart? No, I thought the person in this picture said, like, told this story and then said, I snapped this photo, and then this person showed a photo of Kevin Hart. <laughs> Me too. Implying um, Kevin Hart was the one in full tuxedo who's yeah. amputated his own spunk bone. <laughs> Yeah, um, so this is clearly something that we could read all day, um, but I want to, um, I should have given this one Scroll down one more and look at the next picture, though. The equator sneezes? Yeah, that is just (laughs) the the face swap going on. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, It looks like a hyper-realistic COVID mask where someone got a face swap of their dog printed on the mask. It absolutely does. Really bad. Oh my god, in the next picture, the guy is like seductively unbuttoning his shirt. How the like some it's like <laughs> the next one is also really good. What is honestly? Showing I feel like we failed of? our audience. That this I is the know. first we're seeing this. This is the best bot I've ever seen. Oh, there are a lot that make that like look like someone's wearing like a COVID mask of a face, which is re- really. Uh, bad. I hate it. Yeah, I'm seeing others yeah. like that. I yeah, I could read these all day. I really should have done this one last, but I for some reason thought to do it first <laughs> because it was on Facebook and not Twitter. What are you looking uh-huh. at? Just scroll down like 10 more to like July 29th. There's like a girl with just a real fuck looking face. <laughs> with the pink earrings. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Steve yeah. Buscemi's face. <laughs> That's his daughter. I would believe it. Oh, then scroll down two more. What is this? <laughs> oh my God. I need to exit Ooh. out. These are too good. Yeah. I can't um, stop. I can't, I can't go on. Um, this is why I wanted to do a podcast about computational creativity. This is yeah. like maybe rediscover my love of bots. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Of course, yeah. I, I just have a couple of other like Please. little really simplistic um, Twitter bots because, you know, I love those. Um, I think they serve a singular purpose and that it's just to be very pleasant. And and uh, yeah. um, this uh, this one is at piracy bot and they um it it posts like uh gifs of um in the the style of like the you know piracy psas of the early 2000s Ooh, that were like, i tried to type in piracy bot a- and i typed piracy boy and i saw oh, that that is available 
Oh, it's no take one. it. But yeah, the, it, it posts gifts in the like, you wouldn't steal a car like text. And um, it like fills in a random word um, in that spot. And then it like also includes an image that is like tagged <laughs> as that thing. So like the images are kind of all over the place. The one that gets me if you're looking at it is a couple down from August 16th. And it says you wouldn't steal a fleer. <laughs> And okay. the the image is just like a little logo that says Fleer on it, and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's Fleer uh, sports trading cards. Oh, I recognize wow. that, that logo instantly. Yeah, I just I just like this. You wouldn't steal a survey. You wouldn't steal a Mashugana. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, who is that? You wouldn't steal a Ricardo, and then it's just like a stock <laughs> photo of a guy. <laughs> Like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a just a fun little thing. Um, it's a it's I love when like someone has the idea for a it's like they remember a thing that's easily memeable yeah. and it's like oh this is obviously uh, Twitter bot food. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, you wouldn't steal a foreskin. Bot. That's a really I good that. like uh, <laughs> anti circumcision ad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was at uh, Piracy Bot. One more, since we spend so much time on bots of New York. Um, that's uh, at Ten Hours Bot, which is another very simple, um, simple concept, which is like playing off of that like YouTube video thing of like you know like ten hours of. I can't think of anything other than like Neon Cat. And I feel yeah. like that's a dated reference, but it's like, you know, 10 hours of this meme song. Uh, and um, so it, it pulls just random YouTube video names uh, and says like 10 hours of this or like this for 10 hours. Um, 10 hours of how to make the best sourdough bread, dear test kitchen. <laughs> Nine amazing woodworking projects you must see. 10 hours. You know what? I'd probably watch that if it was an hour. <laughs> wait, maybe not an hour long on each woodcutting project. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's a lot of a lot of hours. Um, I ate instant ramen noodle for thirty days straight. Ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> ten hours of people who hate cats meet kittens. Ten mm. hours of alpaca spitfire vet school. Uh. Sounds like, I don't like that. chief chief shit. How to I like these ones that are like how to pronounce like <laughs> icosahedral <laughs> correctly <for> ten hours. <laughs> how to apply eyeshadow hacks, tips and tricks for beginners, ten hours. <laughs> Best Tom Nook memes number one, ten hours. <laughs> how many are there, do you think? Um, but yeah, that's just another another simple one. And I found I found all these by uh, going through the um, feed of um, the Twitter account that is at new on BotWiki. So I guess you Ooh, know whenever something's nice. posted to BotWiki, it, it they post it there, and um, it's it's a good. Um, BotWiki in general is such a good resource for collecting these kinds of things. And something I saw recently is like they've been doing a lot of like um, blog posts. Like I saw um, uh, 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 the guy who makes it, whose name is Stefan. I can't remember his last name, but it starts with a B. I want to say like Bohesic or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's exactly that. Um, Stefan. I think it is. It's like Bohesic. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> nice. Um, and he is at four ton fish on Twitter and other things. Um, he wrote this blog post about like making Twitter bots accessible and how um, like using like Twitter's accessibility uh, uh, tools to like add um, descriptive text on images and stuff like that so that, you know, people who use screen readers can can you know, see your Twitter bot in, uh, not see, <laughs> I shouldn't have said see, but people who, um, uh, you know, use screen readers can, uh, get the full effect of your Twitter bot. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of great resources for making Twitter bots on there. Um, and, uh, we love them. Great, great resource. Great Twitter bots and Facebook bot. Thank you so much for sharing those, especially, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially bots of New York. I, yep. I need to figure out a way to get that into my life without having to go on Facebook regularly. But it yeah, was, it was good. Yep. Uh, my fuck it. My toy is just we're going to read a bunch more of them. No, it can't be that. <laughs> uh, no, it's time for the trashy toy. And as you know, uh, so often, when it's my turn to come up with a toy, I somehow make it about sports. Uh, but oh. this year, it's, look, once every four years, I love sports, but I really like nationalism. <laughs> oh, is that so? <laughs> no, I normally don't like nationalism, but I once every four years, uh, well, once every two years, <laughs> but like alternating seasons... Uh, get very nationalistic about sports because I am a, a big old Olympics uh, Olympics holic. Just wire the Olympics straight into my bloodstream. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. But this year, uh, it was an Olympic year, kind of uh, unexpectedly. Uh, <laughs> we we had the 2020 Olympics just earlier uh, earlier this late. month and into last month. And we completely missed it. We were on a bit of a robots on typewriters hiatus for the yeah. summer. Um, so I think it's time we return to the Olympics. We don't let an Olympics year get away without some new randomly generated Olympic sports and Olympic athletes. <laughs> so I prepared a botnet keyboard and I think I probably did exactly this game last summer uh, when it was meant to be an Olympic year because mm. everything was already made for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I prepared a botnet keyboard that I sent to you. Uh, that is trained on the rule books of four major American sports, as well as the local laws of our hometown, Linwood, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And now uh, I ask us both to make up some new sports and share the rules, and then we we will uh, announce who got the medals at the Olympic Games this year in okay. these sports. So. Botnik, if you're not familiar, is a tool, botnik.org. Their tool, VoiceBox, lets you upload any text, and then uh, you get a predictive keyboard. You get a bunch of words that are like suggestions, and you can just pick one word at a time, like your phone's uh, suggestions when you're typing, and you can just uh, let, the, let the words kind of come together, write something brand new based on the text that you put in there. So yeah, I put in a bunch of rules and a bunch of stuff with sports words so we can make some new sports and describe their rules. Okay, so are you are you going to be like writing, um, like coming up with the sports using the Botnik keyboard? Yep, I'm just using the sport to, um, I'm just using the keyboard to both make a name for a sport and then to okay. keep going. So I have right now, I, I'm not going to read exactly what I have written, but it's mm -hmm. sport name is blah, 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 blah. Got it. Okay. All right, I have the first new Olympic sport from, uh, okay. from this year's Olympics. 
So this sport is called trap shooting. Uh, trap shooting is a copy of bear tanks involving sudden impact of the applicant and other services. Oh. So, so you know bear tanks, of course. Yeah, bear tanks. That's- yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you remind me how we play bear tanks? Uh, so it, it's, you said it, it, what was it? Something trapping? Like uh, Yeah, this is trap shooting, but it's a copy of bear tanks. Oh, it's a copy of bear tanks. Oh, 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 right. Well, I mean, bear tanks is exactly what it sounds. Um, you know, it's kind of... Uh, uh, um, you get the tanks, you get the bears. You get, yeah, and you, you put the bears in the tanks. And it's definitely been kind of frowned upon. It, you know, it's kind of old-fashioned. Um, and, it, you know, it, was, it, it is a relic of a time when we didn't care so much for the, the life of an animal. Um, and, or a uh, tank. So, or a t- yeah, or a tank. Um, and so I, I, the one fact I know about bear tanks is that um, in recent years, the it's not actual bears in there. It's actually big <laughs> uh, jungle scorgs from IKEA, mm, um, yeah. and the uh, the tanks are kind of remotely piloted by uh, by a human being. Yeah, that's right. So trap shooting, like they say, it's a copy of bear tanks. So you yeah. you do still have your remotely controlled tanks with jungle scorg from IKEA. But it involves a sudden impact of the applicant. So the person piloting the drone has to like actually ram their body physically against the tank to get it moving. It's remotely controlled in that it is being controlled by a person outside the tank, but it's just there's someone uh, right outside pushing the tank. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So you just ram your, your tank with a little bear inside into another tank with a bear and, you know, last tank and bear standing win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this year, a few new athletes actually were on the podium. So the bronze medal went to an athlete from the Falkland Islands, and that person was called Joe Sala. Uh, okay. The silver medal went to a an athlete from St. Kitts and Nevis named Marcel Erickson. Okay. And, of course, the gold medal went to your favorite, uh, not your favorite in specific, but the favorite. <laughs> Uh, everyone knew it would go to Patigul Weiss from Germany. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, he's been he's been playing bear tanks since he, there were real know, bears and tanks. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, he's actually extremely old. He's the oldest Olympian, actually. Yeah, he's like ninety five. Yeah, he did serve in World War Two, and he was German. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah, he he was he's never been happy about the change uh, from real bears to to jungle skjorg. But, um, you know, time's got to change, whatever that guy's name was. And look, yeah, he he won his medals uh, back in back during the war. And now he's winning Mm -hmm. his medals uh, in on the field of play as well. Yeah. Okay, um, this is, uh, yeah, this does sound similar to Bear Tanks, but um, I, I think there's a lot more going on uh, in this one, and this is um, Automotive Cattery is Ooh. a uh, competitive contact sport and martial arts program mixed with some party sport. Uh, Cattery? Yeah. Does that involve, so it, it does involve live cats still, or have they replaced yeah. them with Ikea stuffed cats as well? You know, I think um, I think this one has proved to be a little less dangerous and lethal to the cats, so I, I don't think that they've ever been able to make the case for um, for needing to do away with live cats in, in, in automotive cattery. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. So does the cat drive the vehicle or is it like in a navigator role? Um, 
Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you, you know me, I'm not a big sports person, so I'm kind of always just going off of what I vaguely know of the sport, um, and what I've always gathered from Automotive Cattery is that it's more of a, um, it's basically like, um, you know, like NASCAR racing, but the car is, uh, piloted by a human, but just full of cats. It's like a roving okay, yeah. cat shelter at that high I can't speeds. See, yeah, that must be very safe for the cats. I can yeah. see why they still use live ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, that doesn't exactly explain why it's a competitive contact sport and martial arts program, uh, mixed with party sport. I, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, is it like, it's, it's contact on. because you're in contact with the cats, you're petting them, there is a, mm, yeah, there's a, a cat yeah, carer inside the car that and does dr- not operate yes, the vehicle. Yes, yes, yeah, oh yeah, that, that is, that would be something fun about this, there's like, it's like a two-person team, there's like one person driving and one person cat wrangling. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's gotta be some cooperation there. So something about that really does sound like like an addicting games game. Like it's like you have to like keep the cats away from the driver, or else yeah, they it's crash. got it's got the right amount of like animals, like <laughs> ooh, so random. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This uh, there were no casualties this year. There rarely are. Or They're very casualties. good at what they do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, coming in, in the bronze place was actually the Falkland Islands, um, Wow, this they year. killed and it the, this year. Yeah, the two, the two, and the team was made up of, um, Leandro Ozalinch and, uh, yes, and, uh, Nagendra Levy as, as the, as the cat wrangler. Um, yeah, mm. they, they really pulled ahead this Promising year. Promising young cat wrangler. yeah. Only six years old. Coming in uh, for the the silver was Kenya, um, and the uh, the driver in that car was Radmilo Metz, and classic uh, Kenyan cat, name, yeah, yeah, with Cat Wrangler uh, Sabas Bar, <laughs> another classic okay. Kenyan name. Yeah, and then uh, getting the gold this year was Haiti. Actually, a lot of wow. islands. <laughs> in the, I didn't know that. I guess it must be big in islands somehow. Yeah, uh, I mean, because cats are just you know, all cats of, you know, love yeah. islands. <laughs> yeah, they do. They can't. And they cannot get enough of them. Um, and the uh, the team from Haiti this year was driver Engel Acorsi and Cat Wrangler. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is interesting. Ira in quotes Gonza. Oh, that's how it came out of the out of the uh, generator. Fake Ira. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's like because the Cat Wrangler uh, controversially is actually a cat on the Haitian team. Mm, um, so the, oh. the name Ira is like its everyday name. That's the Names name that like, the family yeah, used daily. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, interesting. Is Gonza like? Is that just like its name, its human name and cat name put together? Like, is Gonza the cat name? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And there yeah. is a third name, but you, but you will not yeah, know it. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, absolutely. We've been not. over this. Yeah, you've, <laughs> you've been known. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have uh, the next Olympic sport. Um, this okay. one was one of my favorites. I love a, I love any kind of ball sport rather than like a running around sport. Yeah, uh, you know, rather than track and field or something. This is sure, yeah, floorball, ringball. Oh, excuse, what was the first word? Floorball. There? Floorball. Floorball ringball is a competitive contact sport (laughs) in which the players shall make 12 tennis balls available to each other using electric spoons. (laughs) Electric spoons? 
Yeah, so like you know, like an electric toothbrush. I do. Yeah, I'm same with concept. It, yeah. Just yeah, a okay. rapidly spinning, <laughs> vibrating, vibrating spoon. pulsating spinning. spoon. Wow. Yeah, every okay. every axis on which a spoon could move, you know, up and down, wow. left, right, everything. The electric yeah. spoons are. Yeah, so it's kind of like your, you know, your childhood egg race, egg on a spoon uh-huh. kind of thing. But these are electric spoons because these are world class athletes. Kind of sounds uh, fun. But also like eggs, you know, that's a lot of food waste if you're dropping yeah, all those eggs. Yeah. So they just use twelve they tennis made it balls. Tennis balls at some point, yeah. Which is yeah, honestly that's why it's harder. Called floor those ball, things are ring bouncy. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. That a lot of you're trying to just ring ball. You're trying to bring the ball into the ring at the other side of the court. Right. But more, yeah. More often than not, it becomes floor ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just covering the bases. Yeah. Well, that's baseball. Uh, oh. Oh shit. I'm I'm not a sports guy. I just I get him confused. Well, the bronze medal this year in floorball ring ball went to Italian athlete Randall Thompson. Um, The silver medal went to United States minor outlying islands athlete Arshie Power. And the gold medal went to um, a a newcomer to the sport. He actually recently stopped playing uh, soccer and started playing floorball handball. That is Montserrat's own. uh, When I say he, I meant they. (laughs) Andriana Amos. Wow. Okay, wait, what did you say? They quit what recently? They quit playing soccer at the highest level. Mm. They were in uh, La Liga in Spain. They were getting paid many millions of dollars to play soccer, but they just hated it, and they always wanted to play floorball, ringball. So Great. I'm glad. It sounds so much more fun. Right? Yeah. There's no... uh, there's no insane fans trying to, you know, yeah. uh, getting so upset with you if you lose or yeah. basing their happiness around you. There's no fans at all. No one really yeah. comes to watch floorball. Oh, ball. I disagree. It's just I for the athletes. I'm honestly a big fan of the whole day of the Olympics. It's really just kind of like an elementary school field day where you. They, it it you know, really they looks have like those... one where even the yeah. bleachers have like six kids in them and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately this year, because they had to cut down on the crowds, there was only one kid. And he wasn't very excited. <laughs> oh, no, they picked the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I definitely, I should tune into floorball, ringball. That sounds like it would be up my alley. Where is the word cesspool coming from? It must be Linwood Laws, right? <laughs> Am I right? Hey... Don't go to some person we don't like's house. <laughs> uh, this one, I, I, you are probably familiar with this, this one, so I would like you to tell me about this. Um, throwing hockey? You know throwing hockey? I think I know throwing hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's a commercial game of mud and witnesses receiving six months of shopping service. So what, what, is, what is going on in there? Yeah, so there's always been debate at the two Olympics that the Summer Olympics has field hockey, the Winter Olympics has ice hockey. Mm. Uh, Both like to just call themselves hockey. They think the other should have to kind of describe what it is. Like some people think there should be hockey and ice hockey. Others think there should be hockey and field hockey. Throwing hockey is the attempt to to bridge the gap to say, you know what, Mm. instead of playing on grass or on ice, we'll just play on mud. Instead of right. having uh, a <laughs> ball or a puck, we will just have a a lump, a, a hard rubber lump. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as as you can imagine, that goes poorly. Uh, a bunch of mud and just a big lumpy piece of vulcanized rubber being uh, thrown around everywhere. People get hurt. So yeah, 
more than anything, the sport is known for its insurance payouts that people mm. end up uh, players and fans alike just getting to go on big shopping sprees as they uh, sue the competitive throwing hockey body for all it's worth again and again. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and who who was on the on the what do you call it? The pedestal, the podium. The podium. The podium this year. Um, that was uh, from the United States minor <laughs> minor outlying islands. They again, <laughs> the islands really killed it this year. Uh, Martha Parry. Um, Good for her. Martha Shore do Parry. She do Parry. Uh, from, what was it? From Jordan, we have Isette Castello. And okay. from Afghanistan, there was J- Jonas Thorley. I, I say that there's a little uh, there's a little accent over the O. I don't know uh, what that is supposed to do <laughs> to that name. But I, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, finally, some good news out of Afghanistan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got a sport for you. Okay. Moving from the mud into the water. This is double junior riverboarding. <laughs> double junior riverboarding. <laughs> Double Junior Riverboarding is uh-huh. a competitive display of kayaking. Oh, white water kayaking. <laughs> white water cowboy kayaking. White water cowboy kayaking. Oh, isn't it ever? Double Junior, what is it? Double Junior Riverboarding. Riverboarding. Yeah, I mean, this one sounds very self-explanatory and also, may I say, very exciting. How could you not want to watch Whitewater Cowboy Kayaking? I imagine, I imagine it is just like young little cowboys who have like just started to like compete in rodeos in their hometown. Just started to boy cows, yeah. (laughs) Are um, like treating white river rafts like bulls and they're just like, you know, like going crazy, riding it down the, the white river. Um, yeah, and, I think that's it, yeah. exactly right. It's not about how you can like steer or maneuver your kayak. It's just little kids, two per kayak. Can you control the kayak? Uh, no, you can only hope to survive. It's just mm. like bull riding where it's however right. long you can stay on the, uh, the, the whitewater kayak. That's how yeah. well you do. Yeah, I love that. Uh, not surprisingly, I bet we're going to find some islands on the podium since this is <laughs> such a such a water-based sport. Uh, yeah. The first pair of kids to medal, the bronze medalists, were Ethiopia's own Jerry Maley and mm. Lourdes Nermi. <laughs> Lourdes Nermi? <laughs> <laughs> Nermi is actually the last name of like one of the most decorated Olympians ever, a Finn <laughs> wow. from the 1930s. Wow. Uh, the silver medalists, then that is a direct descendant. They, the Nermis oh, moved okay. to Ethiopia following uh, Finland's great success and yeah, had, uh, kayak and cowboy kids. Um, the, the silver medalists were from the Seychelles. They, that is, that's islands. Mm. They were Brittany Sultan and Kelabogale Karpathy and your gold medalists, of course, from the landlocked country of Uzbekistan, Tina Fabro. And Kafer Milligan. Oh, wow. Yeah, double junior river. What? Double junior river boarding? River boarding. 
Okay, um, this one, I find this one honestly kind of interesting because it is very kind of, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those sports that's just people sitting in a room mostly, um, and I, I find that. I love those sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is family merchandise. Do you, did you watch any family merchandise this year? I think I watched last season when it was hosted by Guy Fieri. No, <laughs> okay. Uh, family merchandise is intended to represent the game of safety and the question of engagement. So this is um, this is a matter of uh, it, this is actually a, an area in which um, the the notorious um, um, family bloggers of, of YouTube and, and Instagram and whatnot uh, actually get to exploit their children's fame even further um, and they are they are challenged to do so in a in, in a as safe a way as possible Ooh. even though one might argue that is not exactly possible um, all and, of the shoppers uh, following the uh, all the mud <laughs> hockey throw hockey yeah. incidents get to spend money on t-shirts with uh, kids crying faces on them exactly Exactly. And yeah, and, and it really is, is um, you know, this is one of those things that it's like, it's it starts the second the Olympics begins, and then it, it, it gets tallied up at the end. So it's kind of a perpetual background activity. Um, right, okay. And uh, so it, you know, it's that thing that can that can really um, give a country some some of its points uh, uh, in the in the final stretch when it when it seems like all hope is lost because once you count up those those uh, that engagement from family merchandise, uh, it could be all over. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the the engagement and the the profits from family merchandise alone, uh, the the views, the the money, it just surpasses the rest of the Olympics. So sometimes this kind of overshadows the games itself. Yeah, and so the the families, um, they. <laughs> These are um, going to be some big YouTubers that we've heard of, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm positive I've heard of all of these. I've actually been watching, no shit, I've been watching a lot of videos about, like, people talking about family vloggers and how insane they are. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I'm definitely going to be familiar with this one. So they, they kind of register as, like, the one, like, head of <laughs> head of the family. Um, sure. And uh, so this, the bronze medal from uh, went to Bulgaria for the family of um, Bertina O'Neill. I'm I'm very familiar with mm. the O'Neills. Yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, Sri Lanka, the um, the family of um, Emmy Govea, you know, a notorious mom in the in oh, the and when, when Emmy go, Emmy Govea, <laughs> she do Govea, and then from Turkey. This must be, you know, uh, if you were, if you were, if you, you were know. to shout out the most fa- famous f- family blogger, you know, who would you say? Let's let's just say it at the same time on three. One, okay. two, One, three. Two, Chen Korea. Jenna Korea. Chen Okuri. Jen Okuri, yeah, Jenna Korea. Yeah. That's what her yeah her yeah YouTube Jen channel is called. Yeah, 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 that's, you know, they, they they have had their fair share of scandals, but boy, are they good with merchandise and engagement. Yeah, uh, it's no surprise, yeah, that the, it's a popularity contest every year, and of course, yeah. your most popular vlogger, mommy vlogger, is going to win. Uh, this sport is Kite Club. Kite Club? Cute. Um, you would think. Sounds like, oh, I was going to say it sounds like a, like a little anime. No, we don't talk about Kite Club. Uh, oh, Kite okay. Club is intended to be a foul super sport of champions. Oof. 
<laughs> in which the police will seek to prevent spillage or cockfighting. Oh my god! Oh my god! So a lot, what yeah, a lot of bad inside? stuff happens during Kite Club. Uh, the police have to be on scene every year. Um, oh my god! This is one of the kind of ancient, uh, ancient Greek sports that was in the Olympics, so they can't get rid of Kite Club. Oh god! Okay. It's a and it's it's a foul super sport, but it's a foul super sport of champions. Yeah, a foul super sport. I have to assume that the way this works is like we this, this isn't even televised, is it? Like it can't be. Um, Correct. This happens after the closing ceremonies. All the gold medalists are invited <laughs> to Kite Club, um, and only some get to leave. Um, yeah, you ever notice sometimes your favorite Olympians not even in the next disappear? Olympics? Yeah, and like they don't they don't even talk about it. Yeah, yeah did you notice Usain Bolt club. wasn't around this Olympics? Mm. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, some people noticed. I would have thought he'd be able to <laughs> to get out of there. You um, can run, but you can't hide from Kite Club. Oh fuck! Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, this just happens, and I'm imagining just like a nondescript windowless room, um, and nobody really knows what goes on in there except for the police, apparently. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you need to get the police here each year, yeah, uh, or each Olympics anyway. So hopefully, yeah. this will be the last Kite Club. Uh, they try to stop it every year. At least the police have prevented spillage and cockfighting for yet another year. Yeah. Uh, but we do have the medalists. They were just announced uh, oh, after okay. the after the ceremonies went dark. Now, a question before you before you yeah. list them with the medalists. Like, do they do? Can you only like place if you survive, or like? Uh, yes, but any medal carries a mandatory minimum sentence of twenty years in prison. So we oh, won't be seeing more of oh, these Olympians. Okay. Got it. Because the if things you, you if have you to placed, do to medal, yeah, the yeah. things you had to do, yeah. So the Got bronze it. medalist. I mean, look, they're all just trying to survive, but yeah. uh, meddling is is barely an honor. Bronze yeah. medal this year went to Lara Yamamuchi from mm. Switzerland. Oh man, I'm gonna miss her. The silver medal went to Cambodia's own Chand Gaspar, and you were gold medalist this year, one of the most wanted criminals in the world following their performance, <laughs> Namibia's Roperti Slusser. Oh, are you kidding me? He was huge this year. Yeah, oh, well, man. now he's uh, he's the most popular uh, prisoner in Supermax jail. Super you know, sport, it really goes to show... Jail. Yeah, it, it kind of goes to show what being that like that highly um, trained and uh, re- venerated of a uh, athlete does to your brain and like who like the kind of person you have to be to begin with. Yeah, exactly. You know, the like drive it's you have to have you. to be a yeah. top athlete is the exact same drive you have to have to be to a kill. violent criminal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't even think I said that ironically. I think that's actually just true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This uh, so this sport whistling cursing is <laughs> is it is prom- like a judged sport rather than a rather than <laughs> yeah. like a objective and, performance. Yeah, and it and it's used kind of as a as a coin flip kind of thing because it's um, okay. promptly authorized to determine which players use rackets and which use tires. Okay. So it kind of you know it happens really early on. It's like the first thing that happens after the uh, opening ceremony, and it it you know gets to determine um, for a lot of different kinds of sports. You know, it really is impactful in the racket sports. Um, because everyone, regardless of if your sport is just like running, obviously you don't use a racket or a tire. 
do they ever like jump over tires? I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that in the Olympics. No. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So you get you know you get uh, designated either a racket uh, player or a, a tire player. But if you know if you don't use either of those things, it doesn't impact you. Um, but so when we you, played this in gym class, would you normally yeah. go racket or tire? Oh, I I always wanted to be to have racket because um, I feel like that's something that I can actually handle. Um, which yeah, when I mean in like tennis, uh, that that really can fuck people up like really bad. Like that get, really gets in the way if if instead of being able to use your racket, you have to use a tire. Um, it's a death sentence for for that kind of uh, not not in the real uh, uh, kite club sense, but. Yeah, it's it's not an actual death sport. But yeah, it's, you know the fans are rowdy, the athletes are feisty. Yeah. So wait, what? How does the whistling, cursing come in? Oh yeah, well that that that's a good question. That is the whole thing. It is kind of just like a um, it's kind of it's a performance. Yeah, it's it's a, it's like a performance check. <laughs> like you um, they it's it's you know trying to speak foul language while whistling in the most uh, uh audible uh. Um, what's the word for legible but with your voice articulate way um okay, so you, yeah. you you have to be you have to be whistling but there have to be um um clear expletives uh heard and and uh and yeah that's that's it is judged based, you can you, know. you can do them in any language right like, yeah no, oh yeah. yeah no yeah you can okay. do it in your native language for sure yeah i'm interested in hearing which countries place this year because i think yeah. it all basically comes down to what your language's curse words sound like yeah so that you know that makes sense because the um yeah the bronze went to spain uh to jer hawkins <laughs> okay yeah good spanish name oh yeah and the the um what is it Silver. The silver went to... The ruby medal went to... <laughs> Lena Wade of Australia. That's perhaps oh, the first nice. name that sounds like it could have actually been from the place that... What was uh, the one before? It was Jair Hawkins? Yeah, from Spain. G-E-R Jair? No, J-A-I-R. Okay, that's a Spanish name. Okay. Jair. Oh, yeah. Hawkins isn't, though, so yeah, that yeah. matter. And from Indonesia, uh, getting the gold in uh, in whistling cursing, that's Furiosa Yount. <laughs> Ooh, oh my what god, a what a powerful name. name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you hear a name like Furiosa Yount, you're good at whistling cursing. Yeah, Florio, uh, Furiosa Yount, good for you. Yeah. All right, well, I've got... <laughs> Probably my favorite sport so far. Oh, great. Uh, this is pegging two. <laughs> uh, explain. From the people who brought you pegging, you'll love pegging uh -huh. two. Electric pegging movie. two is a dueling match between two opponents who shall permit any player to touch his body or his coach who shall <laughs> violate a ski jumper. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's pretty much exactly like it sounds right yes it's a, okay. it's like the game of chicken where it's like nervous nervous mm -hmm. uh, but each each player each opponent in pegging two just keeps allowing other other olympians to touch their body um wow that's the whole game what was that about violating a, a what <laughs> Yeah, so if you don't want to touch, if you're an Olympian called on to be a toucher, 
uh, and don't want to <laughs> touch either of the two actual opponents, you can touch one of their coaches, but the coaches mm. must be engaged in violating a ski jumper the entire I time. I mean, they probably are to begin with, right? They're at least violating ski jumpers, uh, like personal safety. Uh, yeah sense of you know autonomy so whether they're physically violating them or at least making them feel um constantly uneasy uh, yes the ski jumpers are not safe at the olympics yeah that's yeah it's a it's a high risk one pegging too this year's medalists too this year's medalists were from eritrea louis steen thailand's own seluk (laughs) <laughs> I need to figure out how to say this one. Seleucus Horvat. Okay. Seleucus Horvat. Okay. And, oh, this name's, uh, it's very European, but not, doesn't quite work. Uh, from Germany, Egan Hines. Egan Hines? Egan. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it's Heinz Reagan after pegging too. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> pegging too. How is how is two stylized? Is it like the number I, I. two? I I I I I. Maybe it's pegging I I. <sighs> I wish they had sequel sports in the Olympics. Like ah, this you were playing baseball too. Okay. Um, you, you must be familiar with this one. Um, robot beach rugby is played using electronic islands in which players cannot attempt to dislodge the tree. You, you, you know this, you know this part? Yeah, I mean, we were, we tried out for the U.S. Uh, robot, what is it, robot we, beach volleyball? Ro- robot beach rugby. We tried out for the U.S. team of we robot did. beach We did, I just rugby, wasn't scrappy we're... enough, and I dislodged the tree immediately. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I had no tree discipline, I went right for <laughs> <Yeah>. the tree. <laughs> yeah, and like, what are you gonna do? The tree looks like it is in such loose earth, like, yeah. one, if you breathe on it, it's gonna get dislodged, like. Yeah, if they you... didn't want the tree dislodged, why plant it in such Pack shallow, it in. yeah, yeah. Give it some just stability, like, guys. Come on. Absolute loam, not even yeah. dirt. Just <laughs> yeah, like it's ridiculous. So maybe we're soil. a little bit bitter about robot beach rugby, but like, I don't know. I think it could be, I think it, I think it's a little unfair. Agreed. Why don't we explain to the good people how it's played? Right. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it helps if you understand rugby to begin with. Um, which, which was our downfall. As well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, it, it's kind of is like, um, um, what are those? Sockum. Rockum, sockum, robots on typewriters. <laughs> sockum bop it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I actually am wearing uh, sock and boppers right now. I do as I do to every podcast. Um, yeah, so it's it's somewhat like that. It, it's a it's one human team playing against um, a, a team of of uh, kind of old timey vintage robots uh, uh, playing uh, in the early nineteen hundreds. They were very modern robots. Yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's just uh, two teams playing a. a bit of rugby against each other in a very on a very sandy beach that they're in the middle of the court there is one uh one single palm tree and it is as we've said 
extremely easy to dislodge, and uh, once you do, you are disqualified. Yeah, it's it's just a, a very juicy tree that you can't help but rock 'em sock 'em robot yeah. 'em right out of there. And somehow it seems like the robots never even get close to it. Like I I don't even understand. Like that's it's they it must seems be a bit like yeah stilted. They probably yeah. just can't even recognize trees in their yeah. you know vision detection or something. Yeah, but you'd think like what is that? Do they think it's a per? I don't know. I'm just well, yeah. I'm they think it's bitter. a human being, and you know the first law of robotics is like robots cannot mm. harm humans. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 We can't blame others for our failure. Who who meddled this year? Who were oh. our winners? Yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't love having to talk about them, uh, but yeah, the, um, bronze team from the Philippines, uh, was made up at, of, uh, Yevgen Portner and the Maurice, the, <laughs> the robot, yeah, and Maurice, uh, Kovalyov from the Philippines. Yeah, of course. And then, um, uh, the silver medal went to the, uh, team from Uruguay. Uh, and that was made up of Fabricio Zoo, ooh, and uh, Samed Pasternak. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that those that the I those were fun guys. Um, you love Fabricio Zoo, yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, the, the winning Zoo. team, <laughs> the the winning team, which um, I don't know, I remember this team being pretty confrontational and, and not exactly uh, sportsmanlike when we met them at the trials. Um, I think they were packing their tree in, too. Yeah, they, yeah. so they're from Switzerland, and that is uh, Paris, Antonelli, and Linus Peters. <laughs> you know, both of those sound possibly Swiss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, what a Swiss name sounds like. Me neither, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that was, that's who beat us. That robot beach rugby. RBR. Yeah, R-I-P-R-B-R. Well, that was the the new sports at this year's Olympics. We generated them using a Botnik keyboard. You can go to botnik.org to make your own Botnik keyboard. You can go to mm-hmm. github.com slash robots on typewriters slash robot typewriter. Oh, I should have looked that one up before I said <laughs> it. You can go to our GitHub page to find uh, github.com slash robots on typewriters slash data sets to find some text data sets like that. If you want to make up your own sports rules or laws, you can get our data sets, plug them right into the Botnik keyboard. Bish, bash, bosh. Fun times had by all. (laughs) Uh, We were generating athletes' names using behindthename.com's random name generator. It's a funky one. And we were using... Our old friend randomlists.com to get random countries. Um, yeah, this all reminded me of like if you thought these Olympic sports were ridiculous, the Olympics has always been real silly. <laughs> Did you know that uh, in, there used to be landscape painting in the Olympics? There used to be. I feel like I'm vaguely clipping. aware of that. Yeah. Um, I just. So I was looking at a list of people who have uh, meddled at both the Summer and Winter Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. And I saw an athlete who had medaled in the 1924 military patrol at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> oh, interesting. I didn't know military patrol was an event that you could medal in. <laughs> Sounds very 1924 somehow. Yeah. Look, the Olympics has always been exactly as silly as we just made as it out to be. As robot beach rugby. 
Yeah, exactly. And if you would like to get into contact with us, give us uh, our, your condolences for our poor performance in Robot Beach Rugby, um, you can tweet at us at Robot Typewriter, or you can send us an email at robots at batcamp.org. And we also have a theme song, and it is Video Challenge by Anna Gucci. And, oh, I, I've got a sport. I, I, did you watch any library polo this year? Oh, I did not. That one, I, I honestly would be into as well. It's, it's, uh, just, just sounds, sounds nice. Sounds quiet. Have you seen uh, sumo chess racing? Oh, <laughs> sumo chess racing. I've not. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very down, very into it. How about, um, did you watch any portable wrestling? That sounds like something oh. you'd be into. <laughs> I did not. What makes but I it love portable? portable wrestling? Uh, all the wrestlers are itty bitty. They fit right in your pocket. Oh, how cute! You just yeah, take out a bunch of little wrestlers and chuck <laughs> oh. them on the table and enjoy. Adorable. Did you watch any uh, drag boat racing? Oh, you of course I did. Yeah, that's like one of the only ones I won't miss. Yeah, honestly, sounds like a fucking party. 